Okay, so here's the next thing. Uh, I said I've got 15 things supervisors do wrong. I've already listed seven. Here's the next thing. Supervisors cannot wait on medical documentation to file your CA1s and 2s. Period. All right. So lots of times what they say is they've read some rule and they're like foggy, right? They vaguely remember that they read something and the, like, they're thinking like something I read somewhere said documentation is needed. I don't know what that is. So give it to me. Well, that's just dumb. Okay. That's the dumb, right? It's like dumb, uneducated, dumb, and jerk. Well, that was dumb. Okay. Because they try to educate themselves. It was dumb. Uh, so the Code of Federal Regulations says the supervisor should not wait for supporting documentation before submitting your CA1 or 2. They have no right to anything. What it says is that you should or your doctor should submit documentation within 30 days of filing your CA1 or 2. No problem. That's getting done. You go to federal injury centers and the doctors will write your narrative and get it submitted by econ. But your supervisors have no right to wait on it. So when they do, what happens is they violate the law that says they have 10 days to turn it into DOL from the day you do your part. So when that happens, file a grievance, okay? Because they didn't turn your documentation in. Call OSHA, 1-800-321-OSHA, and ask, is it a safety violation for my supervisor to not let me file my work injury claim by turning it in to DOL? See what they say. Don't wait on medical documentation, supervisors, because here's what I know about OSHA, speaking of the woodshed knife. When OSHA shows up, they bring their own two-by-fours. They check everything, not just the one thing. They check everything, everything, okay? So just don't do that to yourself. No supervisor wants OSHA showing up to your office asking questions. Just fill out the forms and turn them in. Come on, man. All right, uh, I'll, I'll pause. I'm two-thirds of the way through. What other questions do we have now? Okay. I just want to let you guys know, again, um, those of you that are hopping on, jumping on, um, we have Emmy. She's one of our case managers, and she is, uh, you guys are on here, she is one of the uh, girls that is well, well trained, yeah. just as good as Chris giving you an answer, um, and she's answering questions. The ones that I don't answer, she's answering, because I'm trying to get like the major ones out, so even the people on YouTube yeah. and social media can hear um, but if it's anything personal, Emmy's answering. Then you got Ron on there answering and Jerry. But don't forget, if you're in Pennsylvania, you can call Ron. If you're not in Pennsylvania, you can call us. Ron gets to go to sleep at night. And thank you, Jerry, for helping. Jerry is incredible, 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 incredible. If you're a role carrier and you're not communicating with Jerry, you're not knowing stuff. Jerry, you should run for national president. Oh, my God. That would be a dream come true. Um, She's incredible. I love Jerry Gateway. Melinda Graham Priest said, what if your union doesn't file grievances on your behalf? File them yourself. Uh, so what I recommend you do is read your contract, which isn't fun. I've read a couple of them. And I know it's not fun, but you got to find out what it takes to file a grievance and do it. Okay. Um, some of you have special forms you have to fill out, but just do it. Don't look, I don't want you to get beat up because you didn't fight for yourself. Fight for yourself. Nobody cares more about you than you do. Period. So fight for yourself. Make it happen. If you got to file it yourself, file it yourself. Many people on here would file it for you. Uh, so if there's somebody here that can help you, there I'm sure there's plenty of people here that will help. Um, at least point you in the right direction on how to do it. That's what we're all here for. We're here to all work together. We're all in this together. Uh, Sheila said, 
Okay, in Houston, the supervisor tells you you have to go on ecom to file your CA1 or CA2, and you have to send it to the right area, which there are areas. So how do employees know which area they're in? Like where to send stuff? Yeah, like you know how when they, they submit it, it's supposed to be submitted, and your and your supervisor so, is supposed to get it. You need your supervisor's email. So everything now is supposed to be done on ecom, ecom.dol.gov. Um, so either you submit it, your supervisor, or your doctor, but it should all go on ecom, which means it'll get to the right place. But in the olden days, before ecom was the rule on the new CA10, I would say go to Google and search um, OWCP district offices. And then from there, you'll get a link, you'll click, and you'll see a map, and you can click on your state, and you'll have a phone number you can call. So there's always that, too. Talk amongst yourselves. Because yeah, the questions are being answered. Who's that? Emmy. 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 Ron. Um, Ron and Jerry. Jerry. Yeah. Wow. So there's so many other people on here answering questions now. I can just like take a break. So. Uh, lovely Hayes says, "How uh, how do I call in if I'm off work and approved case?" Okay. So all federal agencies have like an 800 number. Um, they're all different numbers. Sorry, I, I've, I've never had to call them because I'm not a federal employee. But there's a number you call to let someone know you're going to be out of work. And uh, I had a state union president in Florida tell me, be sure everyone calls that number because it's one way to protect yourself. So uh, find the number. Uh, if someone's on here, uh, it helps to know what your agency is. And when someone hears what your agency is, there's likely someone else here who knows the number. So let us know what agency you're with. Connie says, I'm supposed to like 049 for time off for surgery slash recovery. What is this and how do I do this? Okay, so this is another one. The 049 is not an OWCP code. It's an agency specific code. So I'm going to need someone who's with your agency to help you out. So let us know what agency you're with and someone here will help you. Uh, Maria said, what if the postmaster and supervisor after lying on your claim retires, what is the recourse? Well, I mean, they're already out, so they can't be fired. Um, the recourse is your doctor needs to do a good job to uh, explain how they told a, an untruth. Get the claim accepted. The best thing you can do is, is just win. Um, the, these people that are retired, them being penalized um, hurts them, but it doesn't help you. Yeah. So I care more about helping you. So find a doctor who can overcome that and win. Uh, where does this question go? Do, do, do. Uh, a lot of employees know nothing about computers. What do you do when they tell you you have to file your accident on e-com? <sighs> tell them to go sit with you and help you. This is where or I get a, a coworker, a union steward. I get a union rep to help me because that's what, I think that's what you pay dues for. Uh, if I'm wrong, then somebody here who's a union rep will tell me, but I think I'm right. Just get some help. Look, your union brothers and sisters want to help you. I know for sure they want to help you. Um, I've never seen a more motivated group of people than union members that will help each other. So just go get some help. I know somebody wants to help you. Jackie Bush said, uh, so the work comp doctor I've been seeing suggested that if I get denied a third time, I should try to use my own health insurance to get a reevaluation. Nope. I understand that my case has been denied, but how or which doctor will take this? And it's Jackie Bush. All right. So Jackie, uh, I pray to God that's not one of my doctors, but if it is, please tell me. I'll correct that. Um, I'm guessing it's not because 
we will do an unlimited number of reconsiderations. So if your claim is still denied, we need to see your denial letter and your last narrative report so we can see why they're denying it, and we could fix that. The only way we can't fix it is if you report it in greater than three years or if it's not a legitimate claim, like you got hurt at home cooking dinner or something. Okay, and I'm obviously I'm not saying that that's what happened, but those are the only two ways I couldn't get a claim approved. It's not timely and it's not legitimate. If it's a timely file legitimate claim, it should be approved. If it's been denied three times, we got to look at the doctor's narrative reports. They're doing something wrong. Okay. So if any of you are in NALC and you're having issues with your union president, and I'm only speaking for NALC. Or not for them, but to them. Yeah. Uh, what? Oh, she forgets stuff. I have short-term memory loss. Um, yes. So if your union isn't helping, call your NBA. Yeah. Uh, rule carriers, contact your district rep or contact national. If it comes down to no one is helping you and your union is telling you they have nothing to do with OWCP, which is kind of weird. Call us. Call us or call your national because there's always somebody like uh, in the rule carriers, there's Devin Cassidy. NALC has a, a handful of NBA yeah. uh, people who are motivated to help. Right. And so everybody has somebody. So it, don't think that it's over just because something bad is happening. Go to the next level or call us or call us and we'll tell you exactly. What 877-787-OWCP. She answers the phone. Uh, if you get a message that says I'm on another call, uh, that's because she's on another call. Respond by text. She's going to help you. Yeah, and a lot of you, because you call me and you have my text, please don't give my cell phone number out. Yeah, just call the 877 number. Because <laughs> oh. I had somebody call me at 2.30 in the morning from, um, I was going to say Norway, from Iowa. So 2.30 in the morning is awfully late or early. We do like to sleep sometimes. Yeah, 2.30 in the morning. Uh, Christina. Hey, Christina, TSA. Oh, what's up? From uh, Tampa? Yeah. All right. Christina said, I help my coworkers whenever possible, even on my own time. But Ecomp is a very simple website, too. Yeah, she's yeah. right, man. Ecomp is. So I don't know. I think OWCP might have been messing with people by saying, oh, you know, you got to use your computer. But actually, it's super helpful because all your documents are stored there. I, I like Ecomp. I want to file something on it. I actually, I'm not sure what I want it to do more to file an Ecomp or file a grievance. So I'm not going to give my cell phone number out. I'll give you the 877 number because, you know, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and there's going to be like a thousand messages and stuff like that. 877-787-6927, which is OWCP. And that goes to her cell. So, look, obviously you all understand why we're not putting her cell number out, you know, for the world because we're going to get like 10 million people in China calling her. Maria said, I asked you to invite you to our meeting. Can I say I didn't like the answer? It's okay. Not everyone's going to want us to come. And we understand. We understand. I could do an entire why, hour. No, but, we, we don't understand. We know why. We don't like it. Yeah. We, but so we understand. I can do I could do an entire hour on why someone would not invite me, but ultimately their reasoning would be flawed. Um, you know, what's happened is I'm just gonna address it. There was a group before us called Team Work Ready. If you've heard of Team Work Ready, uh, hit the mad face because they don't deserve anything but mad faces. So if you've heard of Team Work Ready, just like blow up your mad face button. Um, if you haven't, there's a mad face. There's a bunch of mad faces. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't, ask your union why they're not inviting us to teach because the chances are is that they were burned by Team Work Ready, who 
committed fraud in every way possible. Um, in fact, we have a compliance manual. All of our doctors, yeah, just keep hitting the mad faces. <laughs> Don't stop hitting mad faces. Uh, it actually is like the those mad faces are the theme song to this story. Uh, so we have a, a compliance manual. All of our officers are required to read. And uh, there's a section in there that's called uh, federal enforcement or, you know, from the Department of Justice. And they're required to read, among other things, what Team WorkReady did wrong. Okay. And uh, what Team WorkReady did wrong was basically all in the uh, category of common sense. And, you know, such assholes. Okay, look, what they did was they set OWCP back decades. Because of all the crap they did, now your union reps don't want to work with people like me who have just you at my heart, okay? Um, it's so hard for unions, and I don't blame them, okay? Like, they were burned. They were burned bad. They were lit on fire like a California forest fire in the summertime, okay? That's what Teamwork Ready did to unions. They lit everything on fire. And they destroyed OWCP. And so now people like me, which, by the way, there's nobody like me, but we're trying to get in there and help and just help. And we have done everything we can to make it clean and, you know, fun and what like relaxing and whatever your union people need. Um, compliant, you know, compliant. And um, so you all know that we're compliant. We don't ask for money from anybody ever, period. Um, our doctors make all their own medical decisions, not me, because I'm not one. And uh, we don't bill anything that didn't happen. If you didn't show up, we don't say you did. You know, we don't accept kickbacks. We don't give kickbacks. You know, nothing like that, period. But your union still have a, have trouble because of their bad experience in the past with people I don't know. Uh, again, anyways, I could go on a rant. I could spend an hour on teamwork ready. Um, in fact, I should go visit them in like the Houston prison, which is probably where they're at. Uh, just to tell them, thanks, assholes, because now because of you, you know, people aren't getting help because everyone else is scared to get the help. Don't be scared to get the help. Um, I'm going to read something from Dr. Cooper. He is our Phoenix City and Atlanta Forest Park doctor. And we love Dr. Cooper. He said, I sent this earlier, but I hope this helps. Schedule awards are awesome, but you need to be at MMI. I'm getting a lot of calls and noticing that the diagnosis many people have are minor and will be a low impairment rating. Yeah. When I see this, we spend more time getting a proper diagnosis. The one I have now, the difference is 7% impairment, which is huge. That's Doc a big difference. Doctors who want to help will take the time to make sure you weren't underdiagnosed to get the claim accepted, but it hurts you in the end. So take note of that, guys, what he said. Yeah. Um, and Dr. Cooper, thanks for being on. I should have said that. I just... The teamwork or anything really throws me off. I know. Acts, you want to see me get pissed off? Let me sit in my desk where I'm at right now. I'm above the desk. Um, and walk into my office and say teamwork ready. Just um, anyways. You you can you can get a CA7 and fill them out, but you cannot turn them in until your claim is, is accepted. Right. And again, you must attach. A lot of you are messaging me and calling. I got my CA7 denied because you need to attach those four things. Not that we know that it's 100% accurate, but the people that have been doing it have been getting their CA7s approved. Sheila said, the two men you're talking about at Teamwork Ready is serving their 55 years. They're friends of mine. I'm, look, I, Sheila, if that offended you, I promise you that wasn't my intent. 
if those are friends of yours, they're not friends of mine. You know, my friends are all the people watching here who want help and can't get it because people that need the help are scared to, uh, to ask because of what teamwork ready did. I just tell the truth on this page. Um, it doesn't always feel good. Not that you are offended, but if you are, I apologize in advance. You're not one of them. So I just leave it at that. Uh, Melissa, you can like, again, you can fill out your CA sevens, but you cannot send them or e-comp them to DOL till your claim is accepted. Cause they will send it back and tell you that it's denied. Yeah. All right. I, uh, I got more stuff here. I know. We're never going to get through woodshed night. Look, I could just ignore that I have like seven more things here, but there's a lot of stuff here I need to get to. Uh, Francis Locke said, what happens if our orthopedic doctor who was originally working with other doctors to get on board, trained with federal injury centers, decides not to work with this company to get my case approved? I mean, I have been going for treatment for months with the chiropractor who is aligned with the this company. Uh, that's really vague. I'm not sure who you're talking about, but send us a message. We'd be happy to help, but we don't have orthopedic surgeons in the franchise. We just help orthopedic surgeons help you. So I'm not sure who you're referring to, but I'd like to know. Anything else? Uh, I turned in my CA7s in before it was approved. Well, it was approved, then closed and reopened, then approved. That sounds like a roller coaster, but I'm glad it's closed, reopened, and now approved. That's good. Um, that just ends up sounding really good. Okay, so I've got a few things more. Uh, supervisors are doing wrong. It's just important that you all know and that they know. Again, they're probably not watching, so let them know. Uh, CA-17s, uh, supervisors, what comes first, A or B? Help them out. C. No, seriously, help them out. They don't know. A. A comes before B. So the CA-17 is divided in half. Side A says supervisor. Side B, side B says physician. It has to start with the supervisor at the agency, okay? And what we need is for the supervisors to fill the CA-17 out and give it to the patient or to you and take it to your doctor. So your doctor can fill out side B and give it back to the supervisor. That's the whole story. Like, supervisor do A, uh, you take it to doctor, doctor do B, take it back to supervisor. Four steps, the end. Well, supervisors say, I don't have to do that. All right. So look, the doctor's got to protect your job. And the best way to protect your job is with a CA-17. That way they can write restrictions that prevent you from lifting things that make you get hurt worse or whatever your restrictions are. So what I tell my doctors in training, and some of my staff doesn't like this, but they're my staff. So I train it anyways, um, is called the black Sharpie technique. So what I tell my offices to do is take a black Sharpie and on side A say, supervisor refused to provide a CA-17. So the reason I do that is because the doctor's got to fill out side B no matter what. They've got to protect your job. It's going to get turned into the supervisor, to the claims examiner, to a case manager, and who knows who else is going to see it. But somebody's going to ask, why wasn't side A filled out? My policy in life is always tell the truth. So the truth is the supervisor refused to provide a CA-17. It'll be the last time the supervisor refuses to provide a CA-17. It's the black Sharpie. All right, next, controverting pay. Who knows here that on a CA-1 form on the second page, box 36, which is the last box on second page, says, if you intend to controvert continuation of pay, state your reason here. Controverting continuation of pay means they intend for you not to get paid for your time off. 
Don't you want to know that's happening? If you're not going to get paid, you're 45 days of time off. Don't you want to know you're going to be sitting at home and not getting paid? So when they don't give you the second page of the CA1, that's what happens. You don't know, okay? So demand copies. But supervisors, give me a freaking break. Look, when someone's hurt, you got to let them have COP. They got a CA1. They report it within 30 days. They are, by law, eligible for COP. But when supervisors say, well, my knowledge of the facts of the claim don't agree, or this isn't due to willful misconduct, or intent to injure themselves, or not in performance of duty, it's all usually crap. It's crap, and it prevents you from getting paid. So you, as the employee, have to get your second page and look at the last question on the second page and see if they're going to controvert COP. My staff, even the receptionists, okay, they're trained to look for Box 36 and tell you if your supervisor said that. Because too many of you don't read your box 36. You don't know. You got bored after page one, I guess. And you get through halfway of page two. You're like, oh, gosh, I can't believe I have to keep reading this. But the last question on the page says you're not getting paid. So supervisors, don't be such a jerk. Imagine if it's you. And in my third book, and in the second book even, and probably the first, I say, what if it's you? Because we know supervisors that got hurt. We know them. And when you get hurt, it's all fun and games until it's you. Mm-hmm. Who's going to controvert your pay? Nobody, because you're in management. So don't do that. Let people get paid for their time off. Here's my experience with federal employees. They want to go to work. They want to make their retirement. They want to do a good job. They don't want to have problems with you. Don't controvert pay. All right, next. CA-17 restrictions. Supervisors, follow the damn restrictions. When the doctor says no lifting more than 25 pounds, that does not mean have someone lift 30 pounds. You're not a doctor. You don't have a medical license. You have no authority to overrule a medical doctor. You've got to follow the restrictions. And when you can't, your employee should go home, should not go to work, should tell their doctor that this is happening. They should probably be taken off of work because what you're going to do is get them hurt. Okay. So if you're the employee who the supervisor is not following your restrictions, you need to call OSHA because that is damn sure a safety violation because you're not safe if you're lifting 50 pounds when your doctor says you can only lift 20. Um, you need to contact uh, employee assistance because maybe your supervisor can get talked to by a counselor. I don't know. And file a grievance because you're going to get hurt. Supervisors, you're going to get hurt, okay, because you're going outside of your – you're not staying in your lane. Let's stay in your lane. You're not a doctor. Your whole job is to just – Follow the restrictions. Follow restrictions, jerk. Yeah, um, Kimberly Aaron said they don't care. Well, that's why I say call. They don't care. I agree. That's why I say contact OSHA, 1-800-321-OSHA, and say, my claim's accepted. My doctor wrote restrictions. My supervisor won't follow my doctor's medical restrictions. Is that a violation of safety? Yes. 1-800-321-OSHA. So I have four more things, but I'm going to let you ask some questions. There isn't any. What? They're just listening. No more questions? Not yet. Freaking great. Okay. All right. I'm going to skip around on these last four because I kind of added these at the last minute. All right. CA2As. So there's a thing called a notice of recurrence. Many of you have an injury that was approved and it got better. And then later on, it got worse. Like it's like it came back. Your supervisors almost always say you need to follow recurrence, a CA2A. Don't do that yet. 
Supervisors don't tell people to follow, follow recurrence. You're not a doctor. You don't know what's wrong with them. So I use this all the time. I have two blown out ACLs that are totally reconstructed. If the ACL goes like this, there's a PCL that goes behind it in the knee. If my knee is hurting, how do I know which one of these ligaments it is? I have an ACL injury. When my knee hurts, I don't know if it's a PCL or not. Uh, the same goes for you. Like the shoulders got all kinds of stuff going on. The hips have tons of stuff going on. The spine has, you know, disc, ligaments, tendons, muscles. There's all kinds of stuff happening in there. So don't automatically follow recurrence. Go to your doctor and find out what's up. You know, get some more imaging, get, get an evaluation from your doctor and make sure it's not the same thing. If it's the same thing as before, follow the recurrence, the CA2A. If it's not, you're going to follow a new CA1 or a new CA2, depending on how your injury happened. But supervisors, don't just tell people to follow 2A. The vast majority of 2As get denied because they're not 2As. They're new stuff. So stop telling people that. Don't tell people to follow CA2A. Supervisors, tell your people to go to the doctor and find out what's wrong. And then act according to what the doctor recommends. CA1, CA2, or CA2A. It could be either one. But we got to see what the doc says. Anything else? Uh, Melinda said, what can I do about them having me do clerk work when I'm a CCA? Well, okay. Look, if they're giving you work that you can clock in and do, go do it. What's happening is you're a CCA and, you know, they may not want you to be a clerk. But that's the clerk's issues with your union. You know, like you just got to do what you got to do. I understand that the unions sometimes butt heads. And I don't take sides. I love you all. But when they give you work to do, you got to do it. I would say to the other unions, the other crafts, take it easy. You know, imagine if it's you and you just want to clock in. Um, you know, I think all four postal unions should find a way to work together because carriers get assigned clerk jobs. Handlers get assigned clerk jobs. Clerk jobs get assigned desk jobs. Like janitors get this and carriers get that. Just like take a break. You know, like you're all trying to just get paid and get through the next day. Um, that's my uh, position on it. I respect unions. So I understand you all have to fight for your, your craft. And I hope you will fight to the fullest extent. But just understand, that, like, the other crafts are struggling like you are. And sometimes you're going to have to help out a little bit, I think, because management is winning as long as the four of you are fighting against each other.